everyone, and welcome to our 10th show. I'm Dana. And I'm Jim. Today, we are in my home state of Louisiana, and we'll be talking to a very special guest about Louisiana expressions, life in Louisiana, and many other interesting topics. But first, beer. Today's beer is brought to you by Tin Roof Brewing Company, which is located at 1624 Wyoming Street, right here in Baton Rouge, Dana's hometown. The brewery is open Tuesday through Friday, 4 p.m. to 10 p.m., Saturday, 12 p.m. to 10 p.m., and Sunday, 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. I wanted to say a very special thank you. I know you guys heard some intro music on our 10th episode, which hasn't been heard before. It was put together by a friend of ours. His name is John Brennan, a.k.a. The Dude. Uh, He is a staff music arranger for the the Ohio State Marching Band. He is an Ohio State University alumni, and we thank him graciously for his contributions to our show. Thank you so much, John. And today's beer from Tin Roof is called Voodoo. It is an American Pale Ale. comes in at 5% ABV. The IBUs are 20. It is heavily dry hopped. It relies on flaked wheat and oats to enhance the tropical and fruit flavors provided by the hops. Expect melon, passion fruit, tangelo, and pine flavors and aromas from the use of citra and Simcoe hops. Heavy dry hopping and the use of oats and wheat result in a naturally hazy beer. So let's taste the beer. Cheers. 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 Do you remember the first time you knew what a tangelo was? Where we were? Uh, Now you're claiming that I do know what a tangelo is, so I obviously forget. Oh, never mind. I'm thinking Satsuma. It was when we went on the hayride and we went and get, gathered uh, With Satsuma. Ella, yes. 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 Uh, but never mind. That was Satsuma, so never mind. Yeah, so I still don't know what a tangelo <laughs> is. It's a mixture of like a tangerine and orange. It's those oranges that have like the bulbous thing on the end and you that's how you peel it? Yes. Okay. Thoughts of the beer? I taste tangelo. <laughs> Tastes very tangelo-y. Uh, I... We'll we'll kind of circle it's back hoppy. to the beer. I like it. It's really good. Um, but in the meantime, I want Dana to introduce our very special guest that we have on the show on our tenth show. We and this is our first guest. We've never had a guest before. Very correct. This is our first guest. That's wonderful. So <laughs> I'm honored. While she's talking, I'm going to say our first guest, born and raised in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, a graduate of Southern University. Uh, she was the first African-American press secretary to a governor in these United States of America, which is a big deal. Uh, she later decided, you know Yippee. what, I'm going to go to law school. She became an administrative law judge, then an assistant attorney general. She retired at Southern University as executive assistant to the chancellor at the law school at Southern University. Her name is Ruth Bailey Wesley, a.k.a. My Mama! Welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, you did taste the beer. I I know you're not a beer lover, Mm -hmm. but any any comments? I think it's smooth. I I taste a little apple in there. I did kind of fruity. I like it. Good, good. And you know what I like about the can? It says "Born in Baton Rouge, Louisiana." That's pretty cool. I like that. We'll put a picture of the can on our Instagram. So while we are in Louisiana. I wanted to ask my mother about this list that I found online. It's a list that supposedly you need to know if you're ever coming to visit Louisiana. So I figured I would ask an expert, do you really need to know these words and terms? So the first one I found 
Don't is, know about the expert. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is pass a good time. You've heard people yeah, say that's, that. That's French. And uh, what do people mean? Say, oh, we're gonna pass a good time. What well, does that mean? Well, we're gonna have a good time tonight. We're gonna we're gonna have we, a good time. The, the yeah. times will pass, and yeah. we'll have good times in them. Yes, for our mm-hmm. Yankees listening, like my husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you, I'm go, getting a proper education today. <laughs> if you go get a po' boy, mm-hmm. and they ask if you want it dressed. What does that mean? Everything on it. Okay. Everything. So that means, for people that don't know, lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, mayo, that's the dressing you want on your po' boy. Did you know that, Jim? I did not know that. But what type of protein, what what do you like best on your po' boy? Is it catfish, shrimp? I like everything on my po' boy. <laughs> so you're putting catfish <laughs> and shrimp on the po' boy? <laughs> oh, but that mean the different types of po' boy? No, I don't get the mixture now. I get a, either the catfish po' boy or okay. the shrimp yeah. po' boy. What's your favorite, though? But uh, I guess southern and Louisiana. <laughs> I guess catfish. Catfish, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I, I like the shrimp po' boy. Shrimp is my favorite. I've never had an oyster po' boy. Have you, Mama? Yes, love oyster po' boy. I never had one. Yeah, they try that. I like them. But you say, okay, so you say dressed. Yeah. Great. You say everything on it. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't but, say everything on it. You say you want it dressed. Yeah, that's what it means. What, every, what, what, is, what is it? That's what I just said. Lettuce, tomato, okay. mayo, pickles. Mm-hmm. That's, is that's it mayo dressed. or is it uh, rumelade? It's mayo. Okay. Because yeah. I've had a po' boy down here with rumelade. I, I mean, you know, as p- places get fancier, but like traditionally speaking. It's mayo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mayo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Here's another one. Les les bon temps rollants. Let the good times roll. Exactly. Did you know We're that? We're going to have a good yes, time. Yes, you've taught me that many times. <laughs> and then we'll, it'll come up in something, a movie, and then I'll forget what it means. <laughs> and you'll remind me. And your pronunciation. I commend you, Dana. Well, good, thank you. Good, good job. <laughs> uh, this is another one that I told you that I actually learned from my mom, a fado dough. Huh, that's been so long. But I think the fado dough is a type of little... Um, Saturday night dance yep. and exactly bow to your partner, dum dum dum, bow to your neighbor, dum dum. It's it's oh. the dance like you go to a fado do. Like you said, Saturday night you go to a fado do. Always on a Saturday a, night. Can't have it on Friday. Is it illegal to have it? On Friday? <laughs> I don't know. We should check uh, no, Louisiana laws. <laughs> <laughs> but that's our lore. <laughs> Mardi Gras parades and somebody yells, "Throw me something, Mister." What does that mean? Oh, that you know you want to throw. That could be a balloon. That could be the beads. Uh, you know, they don't throw the coconuts anymore at the Zulu parade. Oh, they you don't? Gotta hand them because they threw them uh, times and they hit someone, and that's uh, kind of hard. They're throwing a whole su- coconut? Yeah, the Zulu parade is my favorite parade. <coughs> mm-hmm. So I'm very disappointed to hear they don't throw coconuts. Is that always on a specific day in Mardi Gras? Yeah, yeah. it's just a big area. It's it's very Mardi early in the morning, morning isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. an early parade. Yeah, it's early, early. Mm-hmm. That's the face paint and the whole... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's one that I never heard of. I don't know if you did. Uh, neutral ground. This is like in New Orleans. The neutral ground is just the ground in the middle of two... I never knew that. Yeah, it's the median. Yeah, the median. I didn't. Right, right. <laughs> Jim's face. So, <laughs> like, so like that. a Jersey wall up in New York, like the wall, like the. Between two streets? Yeah, yeah, the yeah but the median is like where mm-hmm. you can stand. So, okay. uh, this is what so I found. So, like Benedict up. Boulevard in Croton, like the grass Yeah, where you area. can stand in okay. the middle. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, in other cities, it's called a median, but in New Orleans, it's the neutral ground. In the 1800s, it divided the French from the Americans. Oh. They weren't too fond of each other, to say the least. These days they get along fine, blah blah blah. So yeah, they didn't get along. So the middle 
was well, neutral ground. <clears throat> the, 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 the origin of it, they yeah. did not know but that. I but we say the neutral heard. ground here in Baton Rouge, too. I think it's probably all over Louisiana. I've never heard that before. I'm, I'm surprised you've never heard mm-hmm. that, the neutral ground, right? One mm-hmm. more. Everybody in Louisiana should know this. Share. Ah, share. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, my sweetheart. Yeah. My it's a term of endearment. Yes, <laughs> Look yeah, at Jim's precisely. face. <laughs> what? Terms of endearment. Okay. <laughs> or people say, Sha. Mm-hmm. What's, what's Mona me? What's that mean? Uh, my friend. My friend? Mm-hmm. Okay. One of me. Mm-hmm. Another one, Piro. That's, That's a, a little boat. Did you know that with one? The, with the stick, little right? Boat. It's kind of like they mm-hmm. have in Venice, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, yep. Yeah. Very specific. In the bayou. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Off of I-10 over there. Here's something yeah, else that I didn't know. <laughs> Snowball. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a snow cone. It's not. That's what I thought. It so a snowball and a snow cone are not the same. Okay. Snowballs got their start in New Orleans, contain ice shaved to a fine, fluffy powder, right. and topped with flavored syrups. Right. Snow cones, in contrast, are more granular and crunchy. And once I read that, I'm like, that uh, does make sense. It, there is a difference. So yeah, but snowball is like the thinner the shape. The fluffy, ones. yeah. Generally, though, with the populace, they're, they're synonymous. <laughs> I would say, like carnivals all over the state, like states, it's I would I would call it a snow cone. I don't know. Here is a local greeting that everybody down here knows. Hi, mom and them. What does that mean, Ma? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they could be talking about your mom or your right, uncle. Right, fa- anybody, your family. <laughs> and your family, and Your right, family. How your mama did. But you got to throw mama in it. Yeah. Mama in them. That's, that's right. That's right. how you started. Tell your mama them hello. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because it's mama and them. And them. <laughs> Here is one that I always say to Jim. I'm going to ask Jim first, Ma, and see if he gets it. Oh, okay. Lanyap. I say it all the time. Still don't know <laughs> <laughs> Ma, you know what laying up means? Yeah, just give me a little something extra. A little something extra. Yeah. Like bonus. Like uh yeah, that's I fine. went to the laying bakery. Up. I went to the bakery and he gave me a dozen donuts and he gave me one for free. That's yeah. laying up. Like gravy. Like a little a on top extra. Dozen. Yeah. Okay. A little yeah. something extra. Yeah. You've heard me say this word. So if you so say many- this down here, it's always just give me a little extra. Listen. Well, no, we don't the, ask for Generally, like, yeah. the, the person who's, who's doing the giving will yeah. give you a little And he'll tell you, say, put a little, little, little yeah, lanyard in your bag. Yeah. You don't ask for lanyard. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. uh, no, no. That's, do rude. That. that's rude. That's oh. rude. Yeah. That's yeah. poor form. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, my goodness. Well, learn me something today, folks. Learn me something. So, this whole thing came up because. I was texting with my mother a few weeks ago, and she sent this response, and I didn't know what it meant. And it was, that's a dead cat on the line. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea what that meant. Can you explain to the listeners what that means? <laughs> I think I told you maybe a dead cat on the line, yeah. and I kind of put a little smiley face there. And uh, it, meant, it really means something suspicious, something yeah. just don't, is not right, yeah. uh, something to look a little closer at, yeah. or to observe, or to mm-hmm. investigate. Uh, yeah, so be a little bit more cautious you explained this what it was, and I looked up where that came from, mm-hmm. and it comes from back in the day when uh, people lived in houseboats, and they live on bayous, and they would go catfishing. Mm-hmm. They would set up their catfishing lines next to their neighbors. Okay. So let's say two lines have been out, a neighbor comes out, and sees that the other neighbor hasn't been out for a while, and there's a dead catfish on the line. Mm-hmm. That means the neighbor hasn't been out to check it, he might be sick, something's wrong, something mm-hmm. suspicious, mm-hmm. because there's a dead catfish on his line. Mm-hmm. Wow. So he's, he's a dead cat on the line. See, I was so, thinking feline. I yeah. wasn't thinking catfish. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. How interesting is that? That mm-hmm. is interesting. Here's another one that my mother used to always say. That's how the cow ate the cabbage. 
You want to guess what that means for she tells us? No. <laughs> my, I have no idea. What does it mean when you say that's how the cow well, eats the cabbage? Well, my interpretation and my delivery and how I meant it was that that's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> she said that my whole life growing up. I was like, what does that mean? Do cows you eat cabbage? So, so many like... questions that I just said, that's how the cow ate the cabbage. <laughs> Which gave me more questions. Which is like, that's how the cookie crumbles. I precisely, guess. Precisely. Yeah. But I had more questions. Cause like, right. I would visualize, does a cow actually eat cabbage? You like were it? trying to be so literal, <laughs> yeah. huh? Or that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Precisely. Go, okay. Jimmy. Okay. Here's another I one. I don't have any more to throw out. I mean, that's all. Good? That's done? all I got. Tapped out? Yeah, yeah. Here's another you say, don't let him pull your whole card. What does that mean? Whoa. <laughs> well, now, I don't know if I even remember God! that. She gonna deny that one. The I'm, cap- sure, I'm sure Uncle. The lawyer's gonna yeah, deny yeah. that one. I don't know about that one. I don't even know right. that one. We're gonna move on. I remember t- I tell you, uh, don't take any wooden nickels. But I say, don't take no wooden Bro nickels. Bro used to always say that. My mother's uh, brother, brother used to always say right. that. That's where I got it from. So, um, in true form of being a Wesley, last week Jim made fun of me, listeners, as you know by how much I over-research everything and all the paperwork I do. So I told my mother we were going to talk about this subject, and she did her homework, and she also has paperwork. (laughs) So we show up at the house here in Baton Rouge, and Ruth comes out with a stack of papers, and I said, oh, my God, you are your mother's daughter. We prepare. (laughs) The daughter of an attorney, for sure. So here's some from uh, the list that my mother gave me. I just um, I highlighted a few that I either have never heard of or I don't know what they mean. The first one is, the more you cry, the less you piss. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Does that mean you just don't have enough moisture after you cry? <laughs> you tapped out. Dana, your guess on that one is just as good as mine. <laughs> uh, the next one, an empty wagon makes a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. What? Well, when you have a wagon weighed down with a lot of supplies, mm-hmm. right, it's, the gravity's going to be pulling it down. Okay, more. So if you have an empty or semi-filled wagon, stuff is going to be rattling around. Literally, yeah. but like, if you say this in conversation, what would you be talking about? Well, perhaps it's saying there that... Uh, you don't have a lot of scruples or you don't know what you're talking about, so you're just making noise. Oh. It's kind of vacant. Of that. Like, the, right. like the town fool, maybe. Oh. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's another not, one I never not heard. Filled, not filled with a lot of substance. <laughs> so That's right. That's I right. also never heard of this one. Uh-huh. A stitch in time saves nine. What does mm-hmm. that mean? I've heard that one lots of times, too. You care to... Not... Guess on that one, Bill? I looked it up yesterday. You did? Remember? I did look it up. And, and you said it. <laughs> I, think, I think doing something right the first way saves, saves, nine. saves you saves time. Uh-huh. Uh, so let's say you might get injured at the stitch, like you might hurt yourself, a stitch. No, I think it has to do with sewing. So you have a tear in your clothing. If you take care of it right away and you mm-hmm. sew it up, the, the tear isn't going to get bigger. Oh. So any problem you encounter, gotcha, don't try. don't put it on the back burner. Take That's care right. of it right away. That's it won't right. get turned into a bigger problem. That's good. You're good at this game. Makes, makes, yeah. <laughs> That's probably the only one that I'm gonna be like <laughs> no, contributing to. I've heard this one, but I never thought about what it means. Cooked his goose. I know it means like you got him. But yeah. why, why is that the term? Why that, do we say you cooked his goose? Oh, that probably goes back so far with this as a 
That's but isn't that cook, interesting? That's your cooked his goods. Yeah, but why mm-hmm. is that? That's interesting, Got though. Him. Listeners, if you if anybody knows, cooked hit us goods. up on Instagram and let us know the uh, the why? beginnings of that phrase. I'd like to know that. Too. Hey, Esther, what's it mean? <laughs> <laughs> Next one, couldn't carry a tune in a bushel basket. I've never heard that one. Never heard that. I've heard it. I've heard it. But they just couldn't carry a tune in a basket. Uh, but I don't know. I, you know, you, <laughs> some of it you just have to kind of in your mind say, mm, Fit to be tied. I know that means you're angry. Does uh, that mean you're yeah. so angry that you need to be calmed down? You need to be tied. Mm. Fit to be tied. I don't think it. I, I don't think it had anything to do with fit in that. In, no, in that not manner. that literal. I think that it is just uh, if someone has done lots of laborious work. I mean, he's tired, and yeah. so you say if he comes in, or you know he's been on this project a long time, or you know it's something that's that's been tedious and he's finally through or he's still with it. He comes home in the evening or whatever. You would say, well, yeah, I know you're fit to be tired. Ah, okay. You know? All right. I got you. I got you. We've all heard this. Don't know the origins of it. Goody two shoes. Yeah, like a suck up, right? Yeah, but why is it two shoes? So why is, what is that? Mm. Don't we all wear two shoes? Yeah, we all like, wear two <laughs> shoes. <laughs> does that come from? <laughs> Here is one I never heard. You got heard. some good ones, Dana. <laughs> well, you did your homework. You got some good ones, Mama. Uh, here's one I never heard of. You are not a twin. You are a single birth child. What does that mean? Well, I, <laughs> just I would... Is that like for the bad twin? Like, why would you be using twin in yeah, the... I don't know. I would suppose that... Um... A child wants to follow his friend, or you want to follow oh. someone else. And your mom said, "I didn't bring you into the world as a twin. Like follow your own you mind. Don't yeah, follow that right. Mind. You know, right. you're, you're a single birth child. Oh, you know? Okay, <laughs> that, that makes is... sense. I've heard this. Always thought it was a little dark and weird. Mm-hmm. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Did the same person come up with all of these? I, somebody just sat down and started writing a whole book of these. Things. Somebody had a beer. Like you know yeah, what? Let me yeah. just sit down real quick. <laughs> Do you know what the, they're from? Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater? Well, I, you, like... I think if you have one good idea, you don't have to just let the whole project go because if everything else is going to ruin. Oh, you wow. Know? Save okay. whatever you can save out of this whole... Uh... Mama dropping knowledge. <laughs> Here's another one I've heard of. Don't know why it came into existence. It doesn't cut the mustard. Who cuts mustard? Like I, that doesn't make sense to me. I've heard the phrase. Oh, I know yeah, what it means. Does it doesn't meet up to certain standards. Yeah, but why? Why is it cut mustard? Mm-hmm. Mustard is you don't cut mustard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, you getting <laughs> you cut the sandwich I... if the mustard's on. Oh, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> okay, Jimmy. <laughs> this one I don't even understand. May hay while the sun shines. Make hay. Make, make hay. hay. Yeah, make hay. While okay. The sun shines. What does that mean? Do the work. While the daytime, or while you can see what you're doing, okay, before it gets dark and you can't don't see procrastinate, anything. just get it yeah, done. So this is before precisely. gas lamps, <laughs> before they could get stuff done at night. Maybe. <laughs> Those are good. Thank you for your homework, mom. So Much maybe, appreciate maybe, that. You're certainly welcome. Maybe that's doing time to covered wagons, you know. And it must be. I feel like all these people were just sitting in speakeasies coming up with all these things. <laughs> just writing, somebody's just writing them down, passing through mm-hmm. their family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Jim has some questions for you. I don't even know what they are, so this should be pretty interesting. Okay. All right, first off, who's your favorite, Dana or Jason? Oh! oh! Yeah, right. <laughs> all right. Totally kidding, totally kidding, totally kidding, and you do not have to answer that. You do not have to. I put that in as a joke. I put that in as a joke. 
<laughs> you can say Ella. You can say Ella. That's allowed. Okay. Um, okay. So why Why do y'all say, and I said y'all, I sound like a Southern when I come to Baton Rouge. I slip right into that uh, mold, you sure right? Do. You sure but do. Why do y'all say cuss and not curse down here? Cuss. Why That's a is good that? One. Because I think we kind of chop off the last. You abbreviate letter. everything, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah for the for the listeners, it's too hot down here to say all them letters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to make the effort. <laughs> for our listeners, when I'm at home and Dana gets on the phone with anyone who's from home, <laughs> it turns into an English butchering session of just hey. chop chopping off the ends of oh, words. No. But no, it's like they they speak in a certain southern. Style that us Yankees don't speak in and I'm not I'm not uh, poo-pooing it I'm just saying that's how they communicate and that's how it gets down and when they start talking fast I have no clue what they're saying um, so uh, what is this is a question based on the beer for today because we're drinking voodoo by twin by tin roof and this is the home of voodoo is it not louisiana more importantly like yeah. the new orleans area so what's your personal experience with voodoo have you ever come across it have you have you ever been around it to the point where you've questioned somebody about it or its origins or she's saying no i have a story okay what's the story um there's a family that used to live across the street from my grandmother. Okay. My mother, my mother's mother, and I won't say her name. What neighborhood was that in Baton Rouge? It's an easy town. Okay. Which I don't, I don't even, nothing's there anymore, pretty much. Okay. With, with this, uh, the neighborhood. So this woman, whose name I won't say, used to, <laughs> used to uh, clean the street. Like she would clean her porch. I mean, like hands and knees, buckets, soap, scrub the ground. Yeah. And I would see her she put had a like broom, and she would no, but she would, but she would like she, get down I don't and know scrub. About hands and knees. I saw her, oh, mama. I don't know about she that. She would <laughs> then get this red dust and line it in front of her house, and I never knew what that was. And as I got older and I understood some voodoo stuff, it was red brick dust. And that's supposed to keep the evil spirits out of your house. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, well, makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this, that, that was a voodoo uh, priestess, I guess. Yeah, right? I, I, I've never, she had, practiced. I've never okay. had any direct experience with uh, voodoo, but I, of course I've heard of it and read of it, and um, others have, and I love to hear about it, but I haven't had any personal experience with it. So... What were your thoughts when Dana graduated from Southern and she had that major life decision to move to New York? How did that hit you? Did you want her to stay in Louisiana? What you know? How? What was the initial reaction from you, personally? Well, I were you tell, nervous? <laughs> I tell you what, I knew it was coming. I I had known for a while because um, I talked my entire yeah. life about going to New York. Oh yeah, nowhere, nowhere but New York, and. Um, Dana would get these Broadway big posters, just like the the the, the oh what Hogan Hogan's Heroes and the Hawk and all that, <laughs> and you put all that up on the wall in her room, and right along with with the Hawks, she had New York, New York, and New York bound, and I mean I'm talking about something eighth and ninth grade, and I don't know why New York really um, excited her or was always the place to be for Dana at such a young age. So I, I, she'd tell me about it. I'd look at it. My mom go get a poster, and we'd go wherever, and we'd get posters, and she'd put them up. But, 
you know, I that was fine as long as she was eight, nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> that was cool. That's okay. And uh, then when she decided to leave home, of course you don't want. She was my only daughter too. You don't want my daughter to go that far. I mean, I probably didn't mind her leaving to go somewhere, but not that far. So Dana, we took her to Washington, and because we had relatives there. And uh, her daddy and her brother and I uh, went to Washington with her and uh, unloaded her there. And uh, Dana, I think Dana got a little job there, and uh, we talk. And well, whatever. let me interject real quick. So the reason I went to D.C. was because my parents were afraid of me moving directly to New York. Like, we don't know anybody there. Mm-hmm. We have no family, no friends there. I was just going to go. Mm-hmm. But they didn't want me to. So they said, we have a relative there. I won't say her name. Mm-hmm. But this relative <laughs> was 2,000 years old when I moved in no, with her. No, she wasn't that my, old. My mother no. graduated from Southern University and went to D.C. <laughs> and stayed with the same cousin. So I, years later, graduated from Southern <laughs> to stay with the same cousin. So she was not young. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, but I went because my parents were afraid that's fine I was close to New York and that was fine with me mm-hmm. but she was old okay. and she had a screen door that she would lock mm-hmm. and there's no key to a screen door so I'd always be locked out she couldn't hear the doorbell so I'd have to go down the street that's before cell phones I'd have to go down the street to the Circle K well. call the house she would pick up on the first ring Tell her I'm outside. I'm like, this is no way for a young person that's graduated from, no, from college wants to like I... see the world. I'm like I can't uh-huh. do this. I was there for three months. Uh-huh. I called my friend David Hall. Hey, Smelly, and I said, David, I want to come for the weekend to New York. Yeah, I bought a one-way train ticket. Didn't tell David that. And, Showed up for the didn't weekend. Tell me that either. Two weeks later, David was like, "I love you, your family, but you can't live here." I said, "Okay," and I found a place to live. I went back to D.C. on the train, got my car, drove back in a blizzard. This is before GPS. I didn't know where I was going. My headlight was hanging out of the right side of the car. I oh went, I went the wrong way through a toll booth. Oh, but everything Lord. is fine. Jimmy, I made I it back safely. <laughs> so then, you had a right to be really, really nervous. <laughs> concerned, right? And, and, and she called me though, and uh, I guess it was the, that night or the next day, and she said, "Mama, guess where I am?" I said. Well, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm in New York. I mean, she's just elated. And I said, oh, are you really? And she said, Mama, I got it. I put my foot out, out of the car. I turned around and put my foot down in the snow. I looked up and said, this is where I ought to be. So I said, oh, Correct. my goodness. And, <laughs> as if that was home, as if she had at last and you told me, And you told me you could hear me smiling on the phone. Well, I, I, I think you were laughing but I I could tell the joy you were joyful we have another special guest so lastly I would like to introduce someone that we've previously spoken about on the podcast we read some of her twitter uh with twitter comments her tweets sorry I'm old uh (laughs) it is our wonderful niece she is six years old her name is Ella Ella do you want to say something to the listeners Hi. Do you want to say anything in French? Um, I don't really know if I want to say anything in French. Okay, well, you can say whatever you want. Is that all you want to say? Hi? Do you I think, don't know. Do you think people should listen to Uncle Jimmy and Aunt Dana's podcast? Yes. Why? <laughs> because it's good. Yeah? Thank you so much. Oh, That's all we need. Best. Ella, so, said it's one, good. one more question. So, what's your favorite thing to do with Ella? 
What do you two enjoy? I like to read to Ella, and I love for Ella to read to me. And just to tell me of her daily activities and what she's doing. She's such an interesting little girl, and she's so imaginative. And I guess, you know, it's been a long time since I've been around little children, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. And I just, I love anything she does. That's great. <laughs> they're two peas in a pod. They both That's like great. to talk, so yeah, they're... Yeah. <laughs> you like hanging out with Graham Roof? Yeah. That's awesome. That's well, awesome. that's all the times we got, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you are thirsty for more, please subscribe to the podcast. Jim, where can they find us? You guys can find us on iTunes Podcast, Google Podcast, the Anchor app, which is the app we record But First Beer on, uh, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Every any type of casts. Um, <laughs> they're a cast, they're a cast, they're a cast, cast. And uh, that's it for our tenth uh, episode. Ruth, thank you so much for oh, joining us. Oh, thank you all. Thank I've you, Matt. It. Thank, Ella, you, thank Ella. you, Ella. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye.